And uh, we are in the 8 o'clock hour, and you know what that means. We are very, very excited here at the Nahum Single Network and JM in the AM because Benny Friedman is in studio. We'll uh, start the Facebook Live video just after the first uh, song selection, so be patient, everybody. But you could already uh, set your uh, computer and your phone to go to Facebook.com slash Nahum Siegel Network, Facebook.com slash Nahum Siegel Network. Benny Friedman is out with a brand new album entitled Kulanu Neleich. He is here in studio on a new music alert Wednesday at America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio, around the world on the web at NahumSiegel.com on the NahumSiegel Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app.
JM in the AM. It is a Wednesday morning broadcast. Go to Facebook Live, facebook.com slash Nahum Siegel Network, facebook.com slash Nahum Siegel Network, and you will see that we have a special guest in studio, a new music alert Wednesday with Benny Friedman and his brand new album entitled Kulanu Nelech. Benny Friedman, welcome back to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nahum. Good to be back. Thank you so much. I appreciate you being here. I don't know if you're going to take this first comment as a compliment or as a smart aleck remark. I don't know how you're going to take this. Well, let's uh, let's find out. That song that I just played, entitled Tashiru, is such a perfect example of a Benny Friedman song. Interesting. Taking that as a compliment or not? Well, I'm I'm going to I'm about to ask you to explain. <laughs> A little bit more. It's got all the elements that 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 equal Benny Friedman. It's got that national message. It's got the beat that I think we're used to from you already when it right. comes to your fast selections. Has a certain spirit. You could tell that you're smiling as you're singing it. I think this is a great example of a Benny Friedman nice. song. I love it. You do love it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Made it, close. Made it past the uh, initial comment at least. I was I was debating. <laughs> should I say I love it or should I walk out? <laughs> No, it's awesome. <laughs> so you decided to go positive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah. Took, you took the high road. It's too early in the morning for, for fighting. <laughs> it's good song. Good song. Who wrote it? Thank Who's responsible for it? What can you tell us about that song? It's composed by Elchanan Elchadad. Wow. A friend of mine out of Israel, Jerusalem. Yeah, Femme Um, And uh, he wrote the tune and the lyrics with the help of uh, Avram Zamist. We had Donnie Gross write the uh, bridge. Boy, Donnie's name's coming up a lot with albums these days. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Want to talk about Donnie Gross? I'm happy to talk about Donnie Gross. Seriously? Oh, yes. I'm... Okay, so here's the story. Yeah. You ready? Yeah, we're ready. <laughs> I did a concert in Memphis. Okay. Um, it was over a Shabbos, and the concert was Matzah Shabbos. At the... It was for a bas mitzvah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was an open show for the whole community, and was a, it was a big production. At the party was a fellow by the name of Tzvi Silberstein, who's yeah. also a singer. We've heard I had Tzvi never Shirt. met him before, right. but I have heard about him. Mm-hmm. And uh, we chit-chatted over Shabbos, nothing crazy. After the concert, he came over to me and he said, listen to me very carefully. Okay, I heard you singing at the show, and I got to tell you that I heard you do things with your voice live in concert on a Saturday night that I've never heard you do on any of your CDs. Mm. This doesn't make any sense. So I said, oh, man, you know, I started thinking about it. You know, you're right. He said, no, 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 no. We're going we're gonna to do something about it because on, it's supposed to be the opposite, right? You're supposed to do things on a, in a studio where you, Correct. you have a chance you to redo it. You, sure. And then live, you're careful. Right. No, but it, so he schlepped me to his friend, Donnie Gross, who also I had heard of, but right. never met. I actually met him, but never worked with him. They did an all Schlepped me to his studio. They, they've done, they've done a lot of work together. Yeah. And I did one song. In Donnie's studio together with Donnie and Svi uh, Silverstein. The way they recommended? Yeah, they coached me through it. And by the way, you said, uh, it sounds like I'm smiling. Right. One of the things Donnie yells every time, you know. Okay, you ready? Recording. Smile! Seriously. Smile! I'll tell you, I don't know what a big machavit to hear. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I did one song and it blew my mind. And I said, that's it. I'm redoing the whole album here in the studio. I came back, did the whole thing again. Fresh vocals. We changed the keys on certain songs. Literally all the songs. Yeah. And uh, and 
and the rest I'm listening history. to it now going, I can't believe that, that it took me so long to, I'm like, I'm listening to the old stuff. Like, well, the good thing is that this song really reminded me of you. So it tells us that your other material, the older material was very solid. Just well, this, thank you. Is, this is a true. What, I'm, what I'm hearing a lot is that this, this album is reminding people of my first album. Right. That's right. what I'm getting. I agree. I totally agree with that. Benny Friedman's here, Facebook.com slash Nahum Siegel Network. Feel free to comment on the app. So this is available since when? Since when is this full album available? This album came out uh, Tishrei, like uh, oh. just after Rosh Hashanah. A few weeks ago. A few weeks ago. And we were confused because there was a single that came out. And is that a single that is part of this album or not? Yes. Okay. There's a single called Harani. Correct. We've been playing that a lot. Yeah. And then this follows. And, the, and I, I thought the single may have gotten more attention than the album, frankly, so I didn't realize right. that. So the album is out. And how does one decide today to continue this route of releasing a full, in your case, 13-song album? Yeah. I think 13, how do you decide that? There are people, and you know this, there are people in the industry who I wouldn't say have completely given up on releasing full albums, but are certainly heading in the direction where the bulk of their time is being sent on a, spent on a single or two, and then we'll see what happens. Then we'll see if this ever becomes yeah. a full album. Um, I, I, I don't I don't know the answer to that question. It's a good question. But and you're still on that, Derech. In other words, you're still on the road that I am now putting out a new album, just like I put out the most recent one. We're right. Gonna, we're going to keep going on that road right now. Yeah, it seems like it, but just it could also just be because of like habits. You know what I mean? Right. This is what we do. I'm not sure how much sense it makes anymore. Like, I mean, CDs. One thing you did do, though, that I think makes makes it make more sense <laughs> is when you put out 13 songs, people take notice of it. You put out 13 songs, people. Many people say, you know what, this is th- th- this is worth every penny because look how much material he's giving us. Right. So as long as you're putting out a real full album like that, then you could certainly right. You know, stay I try. Out I certainly don't want to put out a CD that's like just for the sake of putting something out. Right. I'm not gonna, you know. Well, I don't think anybody's ever accused you of that, frankly. Hey, thank God for that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, you know, just because this is what you have to do, so we do it. Right. Kilo, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Without no, we put in a lot of work, a lot of schwitz, a lot of hours, a lot of money, and uh, and it's it's a CD that I'm very proud of. Well, all these all these efforts are certainly enhancing your career because our impression is, as we follow you, that you're everywhere all the time. You are you are getting a tremendous amount of attention and really being misamech people both at concerts and weddings and like you said bat mitzvahs etc. Yeah. I mean, it, it seems you're very busy. Let's put it that way. Thank God for that. <laughs> Thank God for that. And, Better. and that goes hand in hand. I mean, you're releasing new material that people are enjoying, and obviously you're staying ultra relevant in terms of uh, what's happening in Jewish music these days. This song that we just played, I don't know what's happened over the last few weeks since it came out. You could tell us if you have any certain impressions, but I have a feeling that this is going to be a high-flying single. I hope so. Yeah. yeah, so far there's a few songs on this CD that are getting, you know, a nice reaction. A lot of attention. A lot of attention, but they all pale in comparison to one particular song on and, the CD. And that would be? And that would be Harasho. That's the song that, that is, is getting the, the most attention. By far. Seriously? By far. <laughs> okay. Now you've challenged me to pull it up and play it. And it's getting <laughs> attention from both sides. Like, I get people who are, like, they're crazy for it. It's become our family anthem. And, and it, you know, I get messages from, from children of, of Russian immigrants who are, who are saying about... Be- uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, like, you know, we came over and we were always embarrassed for being Russians. And we always felt like second class. The and- word harasha means... The word harasha means good. Or you like, great. I, in Russian, I In Russian. Assume. And then it's Slava Bogu means thank God. So the chorus is just celebrating all the blessings that we have so and thanking two, Hashem for th- that. Those two expressions make it into the chorus. Who helped you write this or, or put it together? 
Um, Yitzi Waldner wrote the tune. Who brought the words to him? I brought the words to him. I, I, don't, I don't speak that much Russian. Do you have a Russian background or an interest in... I grew up davening in a Russian shul in Minnesota. And I actually dedicate the song to the rabbi of that shul, Rabbi Gershon Gitter, who passed away recently. Uh, I grew up davening in a Russian shul. So all the speeches were in Russian. All the announcements were in Russian. And I, I don't... I You've don't, never told us this before? Right? It's something that, that is... Uh, very much a part of my childhood. We, we were always under the impression that you were in a, we assumed, in a standard Chabad shul in Minnesota. Well, it was a standard Chabad Russian shul. With a tremendous Russian population. Yeah. Now, we had seen in New York and New Jersey, certainly, a tremendous swell of the Russian Jewish community, you know, after the uh, after the fall of the Soviet Union. Did that happen in Minnesota? It sure did, yeah. It was a, a huge influx How'd of, they get of there? Russian immigrants. <laughs> They're like, Where's, where can we find someplace that's really freezing? <laughs> that like Mother Russia. Russia. And they went to Minnesota. <laughs> and it worked for them. And it was perfect. <laughs> Did they serve a lot of vodka at the kids? Oh, yes. <laughs> so explain this. So there's a large Jewish population, a Russian Jewish population in Minnesota. You're in the Chabad Shul. It is mostly popular. And and the speech is literally given not in Yiddish, not in English. In were they, Russian. Were, were the announcements made in Russian? In Russian. Do you know Russian? I don't. Even with all that. I, you spent all those hours exactly. in that Exactly. <laughs> so I, I know a few words. Like I picked up some right. words. Have you um, ever visited Russia? Yeah, and I'm actually going back in a few weeks. Being brought by who? By uh, Chief Rabbi Lazar. To come and do a concert, standard concert? He's, he's making a wedding. His, huh. uh, his kid is getting married. Unbelievable, and you'll be the lead singer. I'll be the lead singer. Imagine that, in Russia. Yes, yes. Is, is it in Moscow? In Moscow. And that whole thing is amazing. Does he know that you have a an association with a Russian Jewish past, or it's irrelevant? Like um, He just wants Betty Friedman to come and... and, and, and I, I, enjoy. I, I think now he actually called me to to invite me to the wedding right. the day after the CD came out. And he heard the song. And he said to me, "You have you <laughs> oh, you, no. you won't believe what's going on in Moscow right now. Moscow is hopping and bopping with his new song Harasho." I actually spoke to him about it a few years ago when I started making it. A shaila that I had about using Hashem's name in a song, and mm-hmm. if it's okay. But um, but uh, yeah, am he I, said, "Am I right or wrong?" It just hit me now that your uncle, the great Avramel, has the word harasha in some song somewhere. Am I right about that, or am I just? He sure does. Which song? In the song in the Yiddish gems. Yeah. With uh, when the Malach is is going to the nations trying to find someone who will take the Torah. Correct. He, he comes go- to the Russians and the Russians dog and say harasha. Right. Yes. I can't believe it. I thought of that. This I is, think the song is called the Torah, if I'm not mistaken. I think it's yeah, called it, yeah, either the Torah or the Malach, right. the Malach and the Torah or something like that. Boy, Yiddish Gems, that's what, 25 years ago? Yes, oh at my least. <laughs> Volume 1, even more. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, yeah. that, that, not, not that this is the topic for today, but that Volume 1 has an amazing Shabbos song. That, vol- that first volume sure. of Yiddish Gems. People should check that out. Benny Freeman's here in studio. It's JM and the M. We are discovering even more information about Benny Freeman. Mean, you imagine, how many times have you been here? Yeah. And we're discovering all these this new material uh, about Benny Freeman's past and present. He's on his way to Russia for a big simcha, as you heard. That's going to be happening over the next few weeks. And this song, you can guarantee, is going to be played at that uh, at that celebration. Oh, yes. Not a, not a question. Not a question. It might even be played <laughs> for multiple hour. times. Right, for an hour. Yeah. It'll be one of those nigunim that just goes on yeah. and on and on. Here it is. It's called Harasha. Uh, you're listening to the brand new Benny Friedman. The album is Kulanu Nelech. It is a new Music alert Wednesday at JM in the AM, Facebook.com slash Nahum Single Network.
come up this morning. I hear my children laughing as they play. The trees start singing without warning. It's gonna be a wonderful day. You know I got no patience for complaining. To stop and quetch about all the bills I have to pay. Cause even when there should be sunshine but it's raining. My feet will dance me to the crets my anyway. So many The blessings, they're coming, but you keep on running. Just sound and sing. Raz, dva, tri. Harasho, harasho, slava Bogu, harasho. Life is good, life is great. It's a chance to celebrate. Harasho, harasho. It's a party, it's a ball. And ain't nothing gonna get me down at all. Harasho, harasho, slava Bogu, harasho. Life is good, life is great. Achtseloch is all the hate. Friedman with a song he calls Harasha. I'm proud I can pronounce the Russian, frankly. What's the other one? Harasha, what's the next word? Slava Bogu. Slava Bogu.
There it is, brand new at the JM and the AM. By the way, I just asked Benny Friedman, because he's uh, doing this trip to Russia, I asked him if uh, there's readily available kosher food there. And you said yes. You said the, the now in Russia. Yeah. Not like the way it was God, in the 1970s. What it used to be. It's, uh, there are, in all seriousness, though, there are kosher restaurants. We like to, we, are, we like talking restaurants. If I go with you to Russia, is there a place for us oh, to there's, eat? There's plenty. That's we can go for a week and not, not eat in the same place. Unbelievable, I'll tell you. Uh, so that's what's happening here at JM and the AM with the uh, brand new album. It is called Kulanu Neilich, and Benny Friedman's here, Facebook.com slash Nahum Siegel Network. So I just got a note from somebody who, who guaranteed me that if I ask you this question, it'll lead to a great story. Okay. So let's let's hope he's not disappointed to me. I don't always like taking directions from people who are randomly right. randomly texting me during the show. It, wait a second. Is he in show business? <laughs> okay. Is he a professional? Right. This guy know what he's doing. Right. So listener Ari says that if I ask you why you chose Sandy Koufax as one of the people that you'd like to have dinner with, he said you'd have a good story for that. What's that all about? And you know how much I love baseball. Uh, sure. Sandy Koufax um, is is uh, a great pitcher, obviously. Sure. A Jewish pitcher. The World Series was in Minnesota, the wor- and the World Series was in Minnesota. Right. And, and and despite his great career, um, at least in the Jewish community, mm-hmm. he's most famous for not playing on Yom Kippur. Correct. Sat in a Minnesota hotel room for Yom yeah. Kippur, as the book tells us. And uh, obviously, the Twins were much better. Obviously, <laughs> but beca- in that schus, the Twins really- lost the World Series. <laughs> In that solicitor. Yeah, there's nothing else. Uh, yeah, I mean, how could God not let Koufax win the right. World Series? That's what it after was. That, I mean, no, w- that would have been a PR disaster. You know, it was funny. One of the pitchers for the Dodgers got uh, got slammed. Uh, I think in that game, the game Koufax was supposed to pitch, and when the manager comes to take him out, he says, "You wish I was Jewish, huh?" Right. <laughs> right. It's a, it's an unbelievable story. Right. It's incredible. Um, Changed all of Jewish America. We yeah. talk about the Six Day War and its effect on worldwide jury, and we're not minimizing that at all. But this act. Just changed the entire landscape of religious Jewish America. Amazing, and it wasn't it wasn't uh, it wasn't expected, right? right? He played on Shabbos, yeah. like he wasn't a religious guy yeah. who was trying to. He was just. I don't know. It if, was, I don't know if when he wasn't the baseball player, he knew when Yom Kippur was, right? But once he was in this position, he felt right, and and he and he took and he probably took a ton of pressure, yeah. and he withstood it, and he made a tremendous, tremendous kiddush Hashem. Um, like, like you say, like it changed the country, right? No question. About American it. Jewry. So uh, when when the the views asked me who <laughs> I would want to uh, invite to my Shabbos table, he was one of the three. He was one of the three. Do you remember who the other two were? Um, <laughs> I believe that the other two were David Amelech and Elio Anovi. All right, I hear that David Amelech, yeah. Elio Anovi, and Sandy, Sandy Kovacs. Kovacs. I hear that. And really, just because I feel like Elio Anovi would love to hang out with Sandy <laughs> Kovacs. <laughs> But you're, if, you're matching up guests. Yes. Yeah. Who like you? You, you, you make a right. table for it's a party. A good, it's a good job. Who would want to? Yeah. But the funny thing is, is that when he asked me that question, I gave him that answer. Right. And he said, "You're joking, right?" I said, "What do you mean?" He said, "Did you speak to A. B. Rottenberg?" I said, "No." A. B. had said the same thing. He said, "Did you compare notes?" A. B. Rottenberg said the exact same three names. Interesting. He says so. So David Amelech, I understand a lot of people in Jewish music, uh, you know, big fans of David Amelech. Right. I mean, we ripped off most of his work. <laughs> right. He's a great lyricist, right? He's yeah, a great, we, great lyricist. We, we co-wrote a lot of, you know, <laughs> right. um, we collaborated with him. <laughs> a lot of people are waiting for Elio Anovi, right? Elio Anovi's a, uh, but Sandy Koufax, mm-hmm. and then the three of them together, we we both said exactly the same three names. So that was. Uh, 
What you're trying to tell us is that when Benny Friedman said it, it was one thing. Then they heard A.B. Rodberg say right. it all of a sudden, you know. Yes. And you know, it changes joking. everything. <laughs> now I'm I'm almost as talented as A.B. Rottenberg. That, <laughs> that's what made them nervous. The funny part of the story that nobody knows is they asked the same question to Sandy Koufax, and he said Benny Friedman. That's right. What do you think of that? Yes. <laughs> the and funny thing the- is that Sandy Koufax said Benny Friedman. A.B. Rottenberg didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm that, still waiting for an invite. That, that's the irony. <laughs> You know, they, they just played in the uh, the playoffs, I guess, the Dodgers were in, and they, and they showed Koufax sitting in the stadium. I don't know how old he is, probably around 80 years old. He looks like he could still pitch. Like, that's how youthful he looks. And I'm saying to myself, I wonder if God gave him a special blessing because of what he did right. to look and to act as youthful as he still does. I think recently, I'm not sure how recently, um, he threw out the first pitch. Right. And, probably at that series. Probably at that uh, uh, playoff. Yeah, he wasn't. He's young mm. and spry. Can I know how to? Unbelievable. The whole thing's incredible. And yes. Uh, we uh, we take very seriously here those who are a mekadesh uh, shemayim, whether it's with one act or with their whole career. So Rabbi Feller, the shliach in Minnesota, went right. to his hotel room that day, that day, or during that whole story, right. and uh, and offered him to put on tefillin. Right. So we were discussing it, and he said, "Are you a righty or a lefty?" <laughs> oh, is that embarrassing? <laughs> so he says, "Rabbi, I I I pitch lefty, lefty, right. but I can bat both." Right. Switch it. So I, I'm not, I'm not sure what I am. Right. So Rabbi Feller told him, your left hand made such a great Kiddush Hashem, so we'll consider you a lefty for this for these purposes. I love it. Yeah. Great story. Benny Friedman's here. The brand new album is entitled Kulanu Nelech. You're listening to JMNAM, Facebook.com, slash Nachum Siegel Network. I need another selection to go to, uh, uh, Mr. Benny Friedman. What are you recommending we head to from these 13 tracks that you could choose from? My gosh. You've given yourself quite a task with all these tracks. Oh, yeah. My gosh. Um, what about track number five? Number five is called Yehudi Zehachi. And this song is about, what can you tell us about this song? It's about uh, how much uh, I think Jews are just great. Yehudi Zehachi. Achi, the best. Achi The best, just just the best. You know, it's so funny. I'm, I'm so in tune after all these years with your sense of humor that when I said to you, what is this song about? I thought you were going to say about three minutes. Right. Ah, I, I said, here it comes. A missed opportunity. Here it comes. Betty's going to do it. Uh, it's a new music alert Wednesday, JM in the AM. I assume the album's available everywhere, essentially, as they say these days. Oh, everywhere. Everybody can get it online. Everybody online, can it on iTunes, their, uh... Nigun Music. It's not on streaming yet. Right. We're asking people to purchase it for now, but it will be on streaming. Right. Eventually. Eventually. Everything's eventual. Usually everyone waits, what, like two to four months in that yeah, area, yeah, and they yeah. eventually get it up there. But Negan's responsible for the distribution. You can find it on iTunes, and I assume you could purchase it both as an album and as individual tracks, if you wish. Yes, yes, indeed. Benny Friedman in studio. New music, everybody. This one is uh, called, uh, remind me again, this is Yehudi. Zehachi. Zehachi at JM in the AM. זה שלם לא חצי, זהו כוח אדיר לעולם הוא מאיר יהודי זה הכל, לעולם לא ייפול זהו זן מיוחד כל העולם Avra la 
ארץ ישראל פורחה, צורחה, ממש מעל כולם, ואת הדלת היא פותחה, לכל מי שרוצה לבוא לך, לכל מקום שבו תלך, כולם יודעים שבניסים הוא כולם יודעים שבניסים הוא מתקיים ואת כל מי שרק תשאל תשמע שעם ישראל אותך יהודי זה אחי זה שלם לא חצי זהו כוח אדיר לעולם J.M. in the A.M., there it is, Benny Friedman, brand new here at J.M. in the A.M. It's a Yehudi Zehachi. I'm thinking of some of the titles of your songs. You're very into Jewish pride. You had the, um, let's go through them, which would be the most, the, the songs that most reflect what you think of Jewish pride. There was, um, now of course. What's that one? Now, I, that, now, now it escapes my mind. Your most, one of your most famous songs ever. Ivri Anoichi. Thank you. Yes. I am completely embarrassed. I couldn't think of it. A that. little song called <laughs> Ivri Anoichi. Sorry about that. <laughs> uh, we're partial to bum bum here in the right. studio, okay? <laughs> well, that, that's also a song about what I think about Jews. That's a song about what Hashem thinks about Jews. Bum bum is that Hashem has a special gift called Shabbos and didn't give it to anybody except Jewish people. Did Ivri Anoichi. Yeah. And? Um, on this album... No, I'm thinking of a classic. I just nothing's coming to me this morning. You knew what's the most famous Benny Friedman song of, of the last ten years? Yeshtikva. Thank you. I think Yeshtikva is a maybe you wouldn't call it a Jewish pride song, right? But I think I don't know. Um, Harani Mikabel, the the single right. that I put out uh, from this album is right. all about loving a fellow Jew. All right. Um, and yeah, on this on this album, I think I have like four songs about Abbas Yisrael. Um, Important topic for you. Yes, very much so. Say the least. Very much so. Benny Friedman's here at JM and the AM. Uh, all right, you mentioned to me off the air there is a song you'd love to get to. It's called Ambition. Yes. 
I'm bet- and by the way, I-, I feel bad. I asked you off the air, not on the air. Who was responsible for the uh, composition, Yehudi Zahri? Yehudi Zahri is composed by Udi Damari. Who you first met where and when? I first met him in his studio in uh, Rishon LeZion in, in, in Israel. Who recommended him to you? I saw him do some work. I saw I saw his work on on one of Yaakov Shweki's albums. I think he did the production for. I don't want to make a mistake, because his name is becoming much more familiar oh, yeah. now in the industry. Oh yeah, um, he did a lot. He did a. He, I think he did five, something like five songs on Avram Fried's. Uh, did you know Israeli at that point album. that he was a composer? Did you, did you know that was? I I knew that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I looked on the credits, um, and I love his style. Um, he has a song. Um, Melech Ha'olam, Melech Ha'olam, mm. that he did with Chaim Yisrael. I right. love that song. Um, yeah, so we went, we went, we went on this album. We went out searching for. Uh, so, how many tunes is he responsible for on this? He he was part of or completely responsible for how many of these? Um, on this album, he is responsible for two of the songs. Oh, all right. He did the title track Kulanu right. Nelech, which we spoke about earlier, right? And he did um, this the one, one, the one we just played, Yehudi Zahachi. So, whose name is most uh, associated with this album when it comes to composing the, the songs? Oh, good question. Or is it all split up really nicely? It's really split up. Um, anybody, anybody have three or four? Or uh, no, oh, the most anyone has is two. Uh, is two, two songs. Yeah. Interesting. Spreading the wealth That's there, so Mr. Betty Friedman. One second. One second. One second. One second. Yeah, Cancel. <laughs> one second. One second. Let's see how. As you calculate. <laughs> Um, you don't want to. You don't want to. Oh, two. That's it. Yeah, I think so. So a, a a total. If you do the math, everybody, a total of at least six composers yeah. that you went to in order to put this together. Which is funny because if you listen to the whole album, there's a. It, it, there seems like a musical theme. Sounds cohesive. Yeah, it does sound very cohesive. Like there's a musical theme here that, uh, you know, that's very evident from start to finish. So it's funny that you have you know such variety of composers with it. It's uh, it's a miracle. Yeah. We tried very hard a to... A real... Na- a nice Hanukkah. Yes. A little early. Yes. <laughs> Miracles will never cease. Um, we have a great uh, collection of composers, arrangers, producers, and uh, I, I mean, I'm very excited about this. Before we get to Ambition, the big question now in 2019, you know what it is, especially you, because you understand the value of it. Uh, are there any videos associated with these 13 tracks? N- they're, they're coming. They're coming. Oh, they're coming. Uh, will these be videos filmed in the United States, or will they be uh, filmed somewhere else? Um, I can't. Is pro- it possible that your trip to Russia Ooh. might might oh. might lend itself to an environment conducive for an out of the ordinary uh. video? As you as you lead back, yes. <laughs> it looks like you're about to light a cigar. Yeah. <laughs> My trip to uh, to Russia mm-hmm. that is coming up mm-hmm. w- uh, will, Bezrat Hashem, with Hashem's help, uh, very much include the recording, the filming of right. a music video. And you don't just mean a live music performance, because when you do a video, generally there are exceptions, but when you do a video, generally there is some physical twist that the audience takes note of. Let's put it that way. Yeah, and all it's going to be. And it'll be uniquely Russian, something you wouldn't be able to do here? I mean, obviously right. the background, obviously. Yeah, it will be uniquely Russian. Interesting. All right. And will that be the first video from the album? Or you yes. don't know yet? It will be. And will it be Kharasha? Yes. Boy, look yes. at all this info you're giving out here. Yes, very much. You're I mean, supposed to say, oh, no, hold how on. crazy I'm would it be? To say. That's true. <laughs> I'm not at liberty to say. I'm going to get out of the studio. I'm going to get in such trouble. But 
but uh, how strange would it be if I went to all the way to Moscow and recorded a, a video for right. Yehudi Zachi? Right. You know, I hear that. Harasho is the. But you could say to me that you know the Harasho is the obvious one, but because we want to do videos, is you know we'd be doing a different one as well. Right. You know, that could be, but no, um, we'll see what happens. But Harasho is, uh, I mean, it's just such a. I don't want to. I don't want to. You know, toot my own horn, but it's just such a perfect. Right. Do you do you utilize the same? I don't know what we would call it. Director, producer. When you do these videos, do you are you essentially using the same team, or it's always different, or? Um, it's 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 not always different. It's sometimes different. Um, I'm working uh, always with with new and interesting people. Because at some point, you either have already, or you're going to have to sit down and map out something unique for this Kharasha song. I mean, this yes. has got to be, you know. Yeah, no, this is going to so be. So which brain trust do you go to? You'll, you'll consult with what, you know, two people that we've heard of, you know, to, to, to put together something unique. You know, unique. I, I, I could imagine that just based on my astronomical success, <laughs> you would think that I have some kind of a cheshman. They're, they're knocking down the door, huh? Right, no, but the truth is I, I, don't have a, I don't have a strategy. I don't have like a... A plan book. I just kind of fly by the seat of my pants. Understood. But at some point, you have yeah. to sit down and map out something. I imagine. And you'll sit with a couple of people oh, and, yeah, yeah. and say, okay, we want to do something that's going to really make an impact out Usually there. what I'll say is, okay, everybody, please sit down. <laughs> you decide. All right? And <laughs> tell me, how, tell let me, me know to, what you've decided. Tell me where to be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's my best way of doing work. <laughs> tell me what time the recording starts. <laughs> I'm Bitsio, and tell me about this song. Who's the composer, and what's the song about? This song is composed by Yitzi Berry, oh. and it's a, uh, I think it's one of the only, if not the only, or one of the only songs that has like a posik from the, from the Tanakh in it, um, and it just talks about how uh, nothing can ever destroy us, nothing can ever uh, defeat us, because we have Hashem on our side, and um, there is a nation that lives in Jerusalem, who will be here forever and ever and ever. Great message. Yeah. Uh, yet another national message from Benny Freeman. Ambition. It's a 13-selection CD, a 13-song album. It's entitled Kulanu Nelech. We are celebrating its release here on this new music alert Wednesday, and the song is Ambition. You're listening to JM in the AM. Tavor Bamaim Itchani Uvane Harot Loish Tefucha Kitelech Bemoesh Lotikave Vilehava Lotivar Becha Kitavor Bamaim Itchani Vanearot lo is the fucha Kitelech bemoesh Lotikave Vilehava Lotivar becha Ki ambition is a Pirushalayim Tavor Bamaim 
Ambetzion, which includes, as you heard, Matagor's uh, famous words of Harabai Biadenu, that uh, radio broadcast from the Six-Day War that Benny Friedman included in that song. Interesting you chose to include it. It's interesting. Very interesting, right? I'm not sure yeah. what the uh, ramification, what what the what do you call it? The uh... No, I'm not, I don't mean it from that standpoint. I'm just saying that uh, you're one of the few people out there that get how important a national event that was. Uh, and how important the capture of Harabayat, as opposed to whatever else may have happened during the Six-Day War, not to at all insult our friends in Hebron who are having a very big Shabbos this Shabbos, Chayisara. Right. <laughs> but uh, obviously that to us is the most important development of that historic uh, of that historic war back in 1967. And I have to add, and I'm sorry that you and other colleagues of yours are always the target of this, but after all, uh, we know of your pride, I would say, of being a member of Chabad. And I saw this in 2005, everyone now talking about Gaza because of the rockets that came last week, again talking about Gaza. I saw this in 2005, and my father on Gimel of, uh, on the Shloshim of the Lubavitcher Rebbe, which many people in this audience have heard back in 1994, and we've played it many, many times since then, made a point to mention the Rebbe's, and in turn Chabad's, attitude towards Shleimut Haaretz. Not one inch not one inch from a religious standpoint, and just from a common sense standpoint, I'm sure the Rebbe would have argued to others who didn't want to hear the religious argument that the entire thing makes no sense. And I got that impression, uh, well, obviously, as I said, 
uh, from what my father taught me, who, as you know, is very close to the Rebbe. But, um, but in 2005, I will never forget the only people that I saw who were actively trying to do what they could for the Jews of Gush Katif and politically for what was going on behind the scenes with the decisions about Gush Katif were members of Chabad. So I happened to be there that summer as our son's bar mitzvahs. Wow. I saw it up close and personal. Anyway, thought I'd mention that yeah. since you included that historic piece. Didn't yeah. mean to get very serious yeah, on yeah, you. Yeah, but well, <laughs> some things are serious. <laughs> exactly. You could say that again. Benny Freeman's out with a brand new album, everybody. Kulanu Neleich. We're celebrating here at JMNAM on a new music alert. Wednesday, uh, album available everywhere. Benny Friedman event information, I assume. What, Instagram, website? What do you want yeah. to recommend? Instagram. They can I mean, find uh, you. The, yeah, I mean, the internet is very small. Everyone, everyone, everyone knows where to find <laughs> you these days. They don't have to write that a phone number. Yes. They know where to find you. And uh, where's your next appearance? Where are you tonight? Tonight you're at the... Uh, What's tonight? Tonight's see. Wednesday. Where are you tonight? I'll be in uh, Lakewood tonight. Mm, interesting. Massive wedding, huh? Well, if I'm there. Eight nine. There'll be a big crowd, guaranteed. Yeah. Eight, nine hundred people, one of those? Uh, I don't know. You have absolutely no idea. I wouldn't, it's, it's not even a joke. When I come in right. to a wedding, I, I generally, sometimes the uh, client will call me directly. Usually the way it works is that the band calls me. Right. So I don't know what I'm walking into at all. I don't even know if there's if I'm one of four singers. Right. I don't know. What, and sometimes you talk, I walk in, you go, where did I just land? Like I'm on a, <laughs> in a different universe. There's a thousand people here. Yeah. Ready sometimes to celebrate like, a big wedding. Amazing. Yeah. And that trip to Lakewood from Brooklyn, Benny. Yeah. Not underrated how long it is. It's not underrated? It's not underrated how long it is. Yeah. Everyone seems to know how long it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's why I can't understand. People who live in the, Jew- in the Jewish music business, they right. live in Lakewood or in right. Tom's River. Right. And I say, well, it, it, look at that commute that you have. So they say, yeah, well, come look at my house. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? I and you'll understand. That. But they also pray for work in Lakewood. Right. Right. And when they have to go to Brooklyn, they go to Brooklyn. But then they could say to you, hey, look, you're coming to Lakewood to work. So, right. you know. But most of, most of my work is in Brooklyn. Right. I would assume. I would assume that. And the life in Crown Heights just keeps getting uh, more amazing. Better and better. Incredible. It's a destination place, Crown Heights. Yeah. For so many reasons. Uh, Benny Freeman, I thank you so much for being here. Enjoy the trip to Russia. That's going to be when? That's gonna, you're going to leave before Hanukkah, after Hanukkah? That will be before Hanukkah. Before Hanukkah. You will not be lighting candles in uh, in in Moscow, though. You'll be long gone by then. That's the plan. Right. <laughs> you never know. Unless the KGB, you KGB, never know. KGB decides to hold you over a little bit. Yeah. One never does know. I'm. We're asking you to please matzo. be. We're asking you to please be careful. Yeah. But you know, you know, what we've heard about Russia, right? Yeah. You know the rumors that fly. Yeah, Russia's famous. <laughs> yeah. Yes, indeed. They don't always treat. It's their, a, but it's a different place now. I know. It's uh. We're having I think fun. You can, We're having I think fun in, in, in Dnepropetrovsk, in Ukraine, I don't want to mix Russia with Ukraine. I don't right. want to. God forbid. But, Not uh, these days. <laughs> the Rebbe's father was the Rav in, in Dnepropetrovsk, right. and he went on Mesiris Nefesh to try to get uh, kosher matzah into the city or into the. And, uh, and today there's a huge, matzah fully, f- like maybe the most kosher matzah bakery that you can find with all the chumras on top of all the chumras in Dnepropetrovsk is a huge matzah bakery. So, you know. Uh, so it goes. It's unbelievable. So it goes. The whole thing is unbelievable. Ah, incredible. Anyway, I thank you. We're going to wrap up with, believe it or not, believe it or not, in a very, very uh, radio-like move, we're going to wrap up with the title track hey. of your album, which is called Kulanu Nelech. I'll give you a chance to tell the audience it's what also it's all about. It's about, about Abbas Yisro. And Basically, um, like uh, Parry asks Moshe when he comes to him and says, we have to go. Parry says, who, who's we? When you say the Jews have to leave, who do you consider 
part of the this group. The, yeah, who's in the club? Who's in the inner circle? And Moshe looks at him kind of funny and says, "I don't even know what you're talking about. I'm talking about everybody." And the Rebbe made a point to say that in 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 during Yitzias Mitzrayim there was a whole thing about Chamushim Olumin or some people state whatever. When Mashiach comes, there's no, no no such thing. Every single Jew, like Avram Fried said, almost 40 no years Jew ago, will be left no Jew will be left behind. Kulanu we're all going, and that means everybody. And how did the Rebbe treat those who we would say? I, I forget the right term that the Rebbe had that we would say were handicapped. That those who were, may have been lacking in something. He never referred to them in that way. How did he treat people who came in from very poor backgrounds or, you know, who possibly were not, you know, didn't have the the level of intelligence that uh, a normal person might have? He treated them with tremendous respect. And there was somebody who came to the Rebbe and said, I just did a program for, I don't know, a, uh, I don't know what number, 100 Jews with mamish, no Jewish background. And the Rebbe said, go back to them and tell them, that they have a Jewish background. They are children of Avram and Yitzchak and Yaakov and Sarah, Rivka, Rachel, Leah. So don't, don't ever say that they don't have a Jewish background. Wow. It reminds me, you know, my father used to say that uh, people would come over to him and say, Rabbi, I can't do this or that, depending on what, what, what the thing was in Judaism. You know, I'm, I come from very humble beginnings. My father would say, yeah, humble beginnings. Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, yep. humble beginnings. Uh, Kulanu Nele. Kulanu Nele. Everybody. Benny, great seeing you. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much. What a pleasure. A real pleasure. Uh, Facebook.com slash Nahum Siegel Network. Obviously, the video will be available uh, forever at this point. Uh, so check out our conversation with Benny live in studio. We much appreciate Benny Friedman being there. There you go. Benny Friedman being here and being part of this historic morning, the actual celebration of the release of Kulanu Nelech, a song that we're about to hear, his title track. A new music alert Wednesday with Benny Friedman at JM in the AM. Yeah, 
JM and the AM. Well, there it is. Benny Freeman with a brand new album. Amazing having Benny here. Nothing like a new music alert day here at JM and the AM, and I'm glad we were able to present Benny Freeman, who uh, set aside the time from his busy schedule to be here. Don't forget Facebook.com slash Nahum Network. You can see that video forever.